like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another one. Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper. <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. <laughs> and now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. Hello. Hello. Is it Monday already? Well, at least it feels like a uh, feels like fall out there today. <laughs> yeah. The In comparison, <laughs> I went outside this morning to water the plants and I was like, "Wow. What happened?" Well, it's, it's in the high 80s, so when it's in the high 80s instead of in the 105 area, you feel a little bit better. So hope everybody out there made it through the weekend. Lots of stuff to recap the weekend with. We're not going to give you old scores from like 24 hours ago. That's just lame. We don't do that stuff. We will recap the important things of the weekend, though. Plus, we know what we have, Robin, in a couple of days. What's that, Tony Bruno? And it'll last about a couple of days once the excitement level uh, winds down. It's called National Football League Training Camp Action Now. Oh, yes. I'm going to pretend I'm one of those people who's never been to a training camp or has been to training camp and gets excited that training camp is coming in a couple of days and grown men who will be drinking pickle juice and staying hydrated in a hot, hot summer sun. Wait, wait, wait. Pickle juice? Yeah, that's the old Andy Reid. Remember years ago, Robin, before the latest climate change debacle happened, when all of a sudden now everybody's tweeting out, this is what we have to stop this. We have to stop this weather, Robin. We need action now. I got my action right now. I got my water. I got my cold water. I got the air conditioning on. That's the only action I can do to fix anything. And then doing the show, of course, which fixes everything that's wrong in modern-day broadcasting. So welcome to all of you joining us on Twitch TV, Bruno Nation Live on a Monday. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin. Don't you remember years ago when it got really hot at training camp? Which it usually does because yeah, we yeah. call that summer. summer. <laughs> yeah. And then depending on which summer you want to talk about. Now, the summer of 69, we all agree that it was a great summer. Now, Bob from Valley Forge says, Ha, I tried to give my daughter pickle juice yesterday. She thought I was nuts. Robin was using pickle juice, but it was in a martini. Yes. In, in a bloody, no, in a dirty martini. Dirty martini. Because don't my you best. use the olive juice from the pit, which is basically pickle juice, right? Well, it's olive, olive juice. But what's used in there? Vinegar. Yeah, but Vinegar it is what's totally used. Totally to, tastes different. No, it's got, a, it's got a tang to it. And I don't mean tang the drinks the astronauts used to drink when we were going to the moon 50 years ago. I'm telling you, it tastes different. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anybody make a dirty martini with pickle juice. Well, you got to do what you have, Robin. A pickle it, martini? It, it, if you don't have the proper accoutrement to make a dirty martini, the best way to make a dirty martini is to get some Philadelphia tap water and put it in your drink. Then you know it's dirty. But anyway, enough about nature, enough about environmental, enough about climate change and weather. It's not as hot, which is a good sign, because, you know, guys are going to be out there, and they already are. In this heat, working out, and it's dangerous. Yeah. We told you on our Friday night show about a former New York Giant offensive lineman living in Arkansas, was working on his family's farm and his business, and he dropped dead in heat exhaustion at age 32. 
So it's dangerous outside. That's why you're seeing people from nursing homes being taken to malls when their air conditioning systems aren't working right. We went and had lunch Saturday breakfast, Saturday morning, and the air conditioning in the diner wasn't working, and people were freaking out. So it was really dangerous heat. It's still hot out there, so you know what to do. Do we need to run PSAs on how to drink water? And do we need politicians running for president to tell us, make sure you drink water, kids? No shit, that's what we always do. Well, but other the other <laughs> thing is that when it's this hot, there are certain things that even though that's part of your normal regime, you should maybe not do it. Like, you should maybe not go on a run no matter how hot, exactly. how much water you drink. Well, that's or... just common sense. Yeah, but a lot of people don't have well, common there's sense, There's nothing I Tony. can do about that. There's no way I can fix stupid. You can't fix stupid. I'm going to use that before somebody else beats me to it. <laughs> but anyway, so training camps this week. <laughs> you can use whatever you need to use. I know one thing that doesn't work in this extreme heat. Alcohol outside. Yeah, yeah. Alcohol. Now, you could be by the pool and have a nice cold brewski. Or you could be like Shane Lowry, the Open champion. You want to talk about the best Sunday fun day ever? Because, you know, everybody tweets Sunday fun day and they go out and they do stuff, go to the pool, whatever. We didn't really do anything. We didn't go to a pool. We had invitations to go to pool parties, swimming pools. Baldy invited us to go by I'm his so pool in Jersey. I'm so disappointed in us. Seriously. We had stuff to do, Robin. I know, but Listen, I'm... We, people think we just go out, and we, we went away for a couple of days on 4th of July weekend to visit my son, and it's like we went on a European vacation for two days, for goodness sake. I'm not complaining. People work hard. They take off weeks during the summer. That's, that's what vacation's all about. I know, but I'm still disappointed at us that we didn't go to either one of the pool parties. Well, what, what, I had stuff to do. It was my mother's birthday. We got all kinds of stuff. I know. Now you're going to try to make guilt me into not going anywhere on no, the weekend? No, I'm just giving... It's too damn hot out. I am giving both of us a bump bump de bump Let's start off by... I'll, I'll take one. Because people think, oh, we live the life of lap of luxury here. There's people outside working. I know. And we're sitting inside trying to stay cool, and people are going to feel sorry for you? Not in this house. Because you know what I want this time. We didn't do it last year, and we haven't done it this year. Vacation's all I ever wanted. By the way, can you turn the air conditioner on? It's hot down here, Robin. The hell's the matter with you? So anyway, nobody had a better weekend than Shane Lowry, the man they call Beef. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Is there anything better than winning the Open Championship in Ireland when you're Irish? And you got the whole country now. That's course, pretty they much a double whammy, yeah. I mean, that, that's the confluence of all good karma coming your way. Not only did you win the Open Championship in Northern Ireland. But everybody around you knows how to celebrate. Everybody <laughs> in the country, in that part of uh, the UK, in Ireland, knows exactly what to do, even though it's Sunday. So Shane Lauer, you may have seen it. He won by a gazillion shots. He won him 15 under. He's a portly fellow, proving that, you know what, when you know the track, when you know the European courses, and you have local knowledge, even though he's not from that area. Right. He didn't play, he didn't really grow up on that course. That's just the way all those courses are in the British Isles. And so he dominated, and he won. So what does he do as soon as he wins? First of all, he forgot to get his golf ball out. That was one of the big controversies yesterday. All the people who sit at home and pay attention to oh, everything the, in the golf. The winning ball? The ball, like, you know, you put the putt in. 
you just won the Open Championship. So the caddy, now no one saw this on TV, but neither he nor his caddy went in and picked up the ball. That's a valuable ball. Yeah. Some guy at Pittsburgh, though, ran out uh, up onto the course and grabbed the ball, and then nobody arrested him in Pittsburgh yesterday, which is another joke. People ripped this city. I know. That was weird. At least weird. when somebody goes on the field and slides on a tarp during a rain delay when there's nobody on the field, we arrest that sucker and throw him in jail. Some guy in the middle of a baseball game in Pittsburgh walks out onto the field, goes to home plate, wants to get a selfie, and then continues to walk. In the middle walk, of the game. And then continues to walk toward the Phillies' dugout before two police officers chase I him down. I love, I love all the players. I, I'll have to find the video, but all the players surrounding him were like, what's going on? Like, they, they, their hands are What the hell was like, the security hello? out there? What would happen if the guy had a knife or something? This is a guy, and again, here in Philly, they corralled a guy on a tarp for sliding in the rain, and there was nobody on the field. And I'm not saying that, that the, he broke the rules, he went to jail. That's how it works. But a guy can casually walk out onto the field in Pittsburgh on a Sunday afternoon during a ball game when everybody's on the field and in the dugout? It was bizarre. So anyway, nobody did that in uh, in, in, in Ireland No, <laughs> to so get Shane Lowry's I have, ball. I have him celebrating, Tony. Well, that's what I'm, 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 t- I'm setting it up, Robin. I know you are. I'm setting up the... What happened to his ball? He was on the road to Shambhala, which is another great song by Three Dog Night. Let that play in the background okay. a little bit. Give me a little Three Dog Night. Well, because I, I, I can't let it play in the background, Tony, because we're going to okay. get muted for everything. Okay. So. Anyway, sometimes you need to be muted. You know why, Robin? Oh, well, I, I know I do. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. So anyway, so Shane Lowry, after he signs his card, grabs that claret oh, jug. Yeah. And you know what's great about that trophy? It's actually usable, like the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup is used for many, many occasions. And the fact that there's a big bowl on the top lends itself to drinking out of it. You can't drink out of the World Cup. You tra- can't drink out of the NBA, MLB, or Super Bowl trophies. But the Claret Jug and the Stanley Cup are among two of the very rare pieces of hardware where you can put some stuff in there and drink from the cup. So Shane Lowry grabs his wife, throws her in the car. He didn't throw her. But, you know, that's, 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 I guess we have to put that in our band phrases. You don't throw somebody in the car with you. You don't jump in the shower. There are a lot of things we got to stop saying, Robin, know, in this that, world of for PC. For whatever reason, that really bothers you. Whenever I say jump it, I'm going to go jump Nobody in the shower. Nobody jumps in the shower. I, it was but why do we keep saying that? Anyway, semantics. that's another tissue for another time. Exactly. Well, that was a good one. I like that walk-up. Boom that, shakalaka. Oh, that's somebody's walk-up? Yeah. It was perfectly timed, too. I know. But anyway, so Shane Lowry... Escorts his wife into his vehicle and then drives to his local tap room. And yes, they were drinking. Let's go to the tap. Oh, yeah. Exactly right. That's also perfectly timed. I know. I want to thank the audience for providing perfect drop-in yeah, time. That, um, that was somebody just subscribing. <laughs> Beautiful. That's a real oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, back to Shane Lowry. Celebrating. Let's go to the Yes. Street on New Year's Day after the parade. (laughs) 
awesome. Does anybody celebrate better than the Irish Robin? No. Nobody. Nobody. No, no. There's, listen, the Greeks, I'm not saying that other nationalities or countries don't celebrate. Obviously, they do. But there's something, especially here, where you've got a guy who's Irish winning the Open Championship in Ireland and then driving to his local bar to celebrate the championship. That doesn't happen anywhere on earth. Like, you know, in the United States, all the tournaments, when, when Tiger Woods or somebody wins the Masters at Augusta, normally they don't ha- they're not driving distance from home where they can go out and party yeah. that night. This is one of those rare moments in sports history that we love. It's great stuff, man. And they call him Beef, you know, Shane Lowry. Which I, I didn't give I, him that nickname. I know. I, I, I have no problem it. with it, but it's really funny that you could never do that. Like, that is not a nickname that a woman would uh, embrace. Why am I on somebody else's Twitch stream here? I have no idea, Tony Bruno. But whoever it is, it's very active. And it looks like a bunch of weird dudes. Like skinheads. I don't know who it is, but... So, um, I do have the video of... You have him, like, having people pour a drink out of the claret jug? There's no, no, all no. kinds of great Shane Lowry videos out there today. No, the, uh, the, the fan who walked onto the field Oh, today. that one? Can you find the other one? I didn't have a chance to down, but if you just look up Shane Lowry, there's a million videos. And one of my favorite ones, other than the guys chanting in the bar, the guys and gals is he actually brings the claret jug with him. He's, he's holding it in the air, right, as you yeah, see it. He's, and he But then he goes it. down into the crowd, and he starts pouring cocktails. Oh, uh, from it? Sort of like when you, know, <laughs> when you go to a bar with chicks, and they're drunken, and they're doing shots, and they're doing, what do you call that? When, when a chick pours her head back, and, or, or a guy pours a woman's head back and pours shots down their throat? Um, I don't do I that don't anymore because I'm an adult. Or, or like when Charles Barkley in Tahoe was giving shots to everybody at the bar. He had like bottles of tequila. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, people do that at that. bars, but they do that every weekend in bars at the Jersey Shore or wherever right. you're on vacation. But we were talking about this where the bizarre, the bizarre walk-on. Yeah, they didn't show it on TV during the game live. But this guy apparently was a Phillies fan. Even though he was wearing no Phillies right. paraphernalia. And I guess his friend dared him to do it. Of course. Isn't that how it works? I mean, isn't, isn't that like That's the famous how it last works. words? It always says. And I want to point out, not that this guy, this guy should have been arrested, and he was. He didn't resist. He didn't run. The guy walked out casually. Yes. As if it was, hey, hey, you see who's, that, who's, see who's batting there? See, and, it, and you're, you're seeing him just sort of walk, and he's just sort of walking up to the the. The catcher, I guess. Or no, was he was no, walking was up to the Phillies bat. hitter Miller. Yeah, that's right. And and then and then he walks by himself over to the police officer because he realizes he's going to get yeah, arrested. Yeah, so he didn't run and he didn't no. get tased. But the fact that he was allowed to just it's take a so stroll bizarre. around the dugout behind home plate by the Phillies dugout by but, the Pirates. But did dugout. you see? Did you see? The Phillies player, he's like backing up oh, yeah. because you, you don't know. I mean, you you don't know what exactly. You got somebody walking up to you. He wanted to take a selfie, which everybody does. Well, that's what he said because it was a dare. But the the player is just like, dude, dude, back away, and he's like backing away from him. The police just casually walk up. But I give the police running. credit because where are these? Where are the rent cops? Usually, the fields. Now remember. Between innings, is the rent cops all come out and they line the field looking like they're going to do something. But they're, they're, luckily, there were actually uniformed police officers who finally 
walked over to yeah. him, and then he guy put his hands behind his back, and he knew he was yeah, going to yeah. get arrested. And the umpire, every everybody's backing away from him. I think everybody was like, you don't know if he's going to have a gun, a knife. Well, we, we, we assume he doesn't have a gun because you go through security at every ballpark now. True. But the bottom line Bizarre. is that's just insane. It was and it's not my strange. style to rip other cities, especially here in the great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. But I got to give the city of Pittsburgh and the people at the Pirates organization at PNC Park one of these. Sure. Because most morons who run onto a field run onto a field. And then immediately there's like seven overweight security guards getting deked in and out. And it just didn't happen in the United States. You see it in England. You saw the guy that was naked. Yeah. And then, like, they tackled him, and he kept getting up. Right. And he was, like, sliding out of, like, five guys' grips and getting up, and then finally was completely naked, and he basically got away. Eventually, they got him. This guy walked. Well, that was his strategy. He said afterwards. Oh, he had a struggle when it was an interview? Right. He said afterwards, he said, if I don't run, maybe nobody will notice. And that is exactly what happened. Nobody will notice. (laughs) He just walked Was he on CNN with uh, Brian Stelter yesterday on Reliable Sources? That's why I probably missed it. I was like everybody else, not watching. So they did an interview with the guy after yeah, the game? Yeah, they, they, they interviewed... Who interviewed Did he have more people than Michael Avenetti did at his uh, well, no, press I think, conference? I think he... I don't know if he was interviewed by news. I'm sure he was at some point. But this is, this is the quote that he is attributed to him that says, I, I had a strategy. My, my friend dared me to do this. So he is a Philly fan, right? And my, I think so. And then my friend, um, my friend dared me to go on there. And my strategy was if I don't run, maybe nobody, if I just walk out casually, maybe nobody will act like you belong there. Exactly. A guy with an ugly shirt acting like he belongs on a major league field during an at bat in a baseball game. Yeah, that'll work. Anyway, enough about that clown. It did work briefly. That's for sure. Do we need a GoFundMe for him now to bail him out? Do they have a Do they have a jail? By the way, you know Philly was famous for the jail at Veterans Stadium, and Isn't all it was everybody? was a, was a holding cell. But every stadium has. Of course some kind they of do. There's cell. a holding cell. Yeah. But they made it sound like there was a prison here. Yeah. I think we just got a delivery, or somebody's breaking into the house. One or the other. Okay. Do you want me to go up check and real quick? No, there she. Oh, it's a it's a yellow vest. They're oh, either from France UPS. or it's a UPS delivery. We're not in Paris, so Does we know it's not. Does that mean we're going to have a box segment today? Oh my gosh! Well, what's I in the think box? so. I better go up there and get it before okay. some. What do you call them? Uh, porch pirates come by and st- steal whatever's on the step. Yeah, definitely going up. I need to get a. Uh, I need to get like a, some sort of electronic fence there so that people get buzzed when they try to get it. It's not the PPA, no. It's either DHL. It's somebody delivered something, so we'll have the box and we'll bring it down and have late breaking developments. Some of the Phillies actually don't belong at the plate either. You're absolutely right about that, AJ. You saw that in the ninth inning when the Phillies sent up their murderer's row. Although Roman Quinn did get a double and the Phillies didn't score. But they won the game yesterday in baseball action. Drew Smiley, maligned now. People say, well, everybody's getting excited. Drew Smiley, who was, he didn't want to play in the Milwaukee minor leagues. He got released. Then he said, hey, the Phillies signed him to a major league contract. And the Phillies said, hey. We could throw a Nick Pavetta out there and throw some of our other guys from the minor leagues out there and even some of our regular guys out there and hope to get six innings out of them but then not have any clue what's going to happen. So Drew Smiley, give him credit. He went out there yesterday, signed a contract in the morning, went out through six innings, gave up a run in the first, four hits, two walks, eight strikeouts, and pitched well in the bullpen, which has been awful. 
off and on. Almost blows it in the bottom of the ninth. Somehow they get out of a bases loaded jet after hitting a couple of guys. And then, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the new hero for the Phillies bullpen, Ranger Suarez. That's a good first name, Ranger. Who names their kid Ranger? I like it. Ranger Suarez. It's a good name. That's it's fun also, to say, too. It's also a good dog name. This is a human being, Robin. I know, but I'm just What's the matter saying, with you? My brother's named Rex, which is also a good dog name. Ranger's Rex, a good dog Bruno's name. Bruno's a good dog yeah. name. First name in Germany. First name all over the world. But more, And a lot of people name their dog Bruno. Yeah. Not Ranger Rick. That is true. Not Walker, Texas Ranger. And there's a lot of... And Ranger... Uh, who is a ranger in uh, Yogi Bear? Remember? There was a ranger that would... Because oh, yeah. whenever Yogi and Boo Boo would steal the picnic basket, hey, baskets, the ranger... Ranger... What the hell was his oh, name? Somebody's going to know it. See, this is good ranger talk right there. His first name... Night Ranger still owes me money, by the way. <laughs> Not Night Ranger. We have a Night Ranger update, by the way. Let's go to your Night Ranger desk. <laughs> And a woman who's still bitter and broken <laughs> many, many years later, decades yes. later, a <laughs> night ranger night, update. When, when I was living in Guam, I worked at a four, one of the only four-star restaurants in Guam, and Night Ranger came, and I was serving them. They were fantastic, by the way. They were really, really nice. Night and Ranger, are they still performing at local Indian I casinos? I don't know. I just remember they came in with their, uh, their, their leopard print pants and all their long hair but they were so so nice but the people that were with them not so much wait didn't give me a taste here did they sing this before they stiffed you <laughs> so so here's 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 what happened because i i always joke that they still owe me money but they don't technically so what happened was they left me a tip I forget how much the total bill came to, but it was like over a thousand dollars. So they ran a thousand dollar tab in Guam. Oh, but I mean, it was full dinner. It was it was for a lot of people. How many people? It was like ten people. I mean, it was it was so it wasn't that it's much. It's expensive in Guam. And um, they left me more than enough tip. I think they left me like five hundred dollar tip. And I saw five hundred dollar bills sitting on the table. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait, wait, this was a great song. It was a great song. So they, um, they, I saw the tip, and they said, "Hey, your tip's on the table." For just a second, by the way. And I said, "Okay, thank you so much. It was great meeting you." And as I am saying goodbye to them, one of their handlers. Not Chelsea Handler. Was no. she there at that time or somebody one peeing of the on people, her? One of the people, their handlers that was with them, goes back and takes four out of those $500. How many? Yeah. Wait, so there was a $500 tip, and, and then a guy, one of the scumbag yep. handlers, went over there and grabbed 400 out? Yep, and then left me just 100 That's an outrage. I would have chased those bastards down, hoping that the island of Guam would tip over if there were too many people <laughs> on one side of it as one of our elected officials once said about Guam. But can you believe how rude? We know we got to so, find we got to find uh, we got to find no, these guys. I don't know who the handler was, but he was an ass throughout the entire dinner uh, trying to grab me and and he was just a, and I didn't want to have anything to do with him. So I'm sure that that's why that I turned him down. But um the guys were really nice. Everybody that the actual singers, the band. So if you saw if you went out say to like some small club somewhere where Night Ranger was appearing. we got to look up and see if they're appearing. And then go out and then say, hey guys, you know, I know it's not your fault. 
I know you're in but your you're 60s now. <laughs> but your handler's But your handler screwed me out of 400. <laughs> Let's just make, we can make it all good right now. <laughs> we can call it even right now. <laughs> and now with interest compounded daily, because what year was uh, this, Robin? This would have been 1988. So we're talking 88, 89? 30 years ago. Yeah. You compound the interest on $400 daily. Yeah. I need a compounder out there or somebody who knows Common Core Math to figure out what Robin should get today for the 400 yeah. that she was shafted in 1988, 31 years ago. I am, I, and I'm absolutely, they'll so remember me and say, absolutely, <laughs> here you go. Night Rangers touring with sticks on the road? That's good knowledge right oh, there. Oh, damn, that would be good. That would actually be a really good concert because I love both of them. Dude. I am a girl of the 80s, apparently. All right, one big finish here. Looking for a compounder. Not compound W. I don't have any warts. Uh. We have some rubbing alcohol compound. People drink that in Russia thinking it's vodka. All right, there you go. Your Rangers. I don't know how we went from Rangers Suarez. Because we're talking about different, different rangers. rangers. and then Not the New York Rangers, who did did have a pretty good offseason, but I told you when they got John Davidson back in the fold to be in the front office, the Rangers were going to be a force to contend with for all you National Hockey League fans. So present value of that $400 compounded daily, according to Burton Gus, is $475,506, Robert. Yeah. Oh, well, then we're definitely going to ask <laughs> That's it, then we'll retire. <laughs> I don't know who you were comp. The mafia doesn't compound like that, okay? That's a Bookies. good compound uh, <laughs> figure in there. The only guy who would know is Dean because he sits around and watches CNBC all day and tries to figure out the stock market and what the interest is. Now, did, did somebody say that they had the, the uh, Ranger name for... Yeah, it was Ranger Smith. Oh, Ranger Smith. Ranger Smith, Smith was in the Yogi Bear, the Ranger who would always go out there. Why when- Remember, I mean, I, Ranger, I know that should be an easy one. Yeah, Ranger Rick, you remember, but Ranger Smith, I don't ever remember that name being. You know, what we're gonna have to do. We have to pull up a Yogi Bear. Episode. Hey, boo boo, boo boo. No, not the John Davidson from Hollywood. No, the John Davidson, who of course is the he was a former Ranger goalie from back in the day. Great broadcaster too. After his playing career was over, I used to have him on my show all the time at ESPN. He was our NHL analyst after he retired. The great John Davidson. Not John Davidson. Is he still alive, John Davidson, who did the Hollywood Squares? Remember, good-looking guy had, like, that little gray patch in his hair? You remember John Davidson? Yeah, 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 vaguely. He was a game show host. Now pretty much everybody who's a celebrity is a game show host, but that's good. <sighs> anyway, so back to baseball back as to we base- bring it all the way back. <laughs> back, back, back. <laughs> Ranger Suarez pitched well. And the Phillies win, and now they go to Detroit to take on, which is now officially, ladies and gentlemen, we now have a new leader in the clubhouse of the worst team in Major League Baseball. Move over, Baltimore Orioles. Move over, Miami Marlins. You have a new official worst team in Major League Baseball. Put your hands together, everybody, for the Detroit Tigres. The Tigres. The Tigres. The Detroit Tigers. Stink on dry ice inside a inside one of those Yeti coolers. 
You could put the Detroit Tigers in a full-size Yeti cooler, close the lid, and they would still, the reek would come out of it. That's how bad they stink. And now the Phillies are going to go there and play them for two games tomorrow and Wednesday afternoon and probably lose two games to the stinking, <laughs> rotten Detroit Tigers. If that happens, then, do the Phillies then become number one in... No, the Phil- No, the Marlins have been bad. I the know. Orioles were really but, bad, but they but, started playing better lately. But if, here's here, my thought. I know that it doesn't no, work the numbers. if you lose to the worst team, you don't become the worst team, Robin. You should. That's not how it works. There's standings. <laughs> That's why we have standings and we're sitting there watching wild card races. I got to give you one of those, Robin. I know. I said, I know that it doesn't work with the numbers. I know that it doesn't work with standings. But in my mind. Then why did you ask the question then? In my mind, if you lose to the worst team, then you're the worst team. Only when you're playing like for a championship. But then you're not the worst team. And the worst team don't, the worst. That's like a consolation game in soccer now. They used to do it in basketball too at the Olympics, but they did it in the Women's World Cup. Why have a consolation game? You're already a loser. Yeah. <laughs> you lost in the semifinals, and now let's get the third and fourth best worst teams, best teams, and see who's even worse. We're number four. Do they leave after a consolation game and say, hey, we're number four, baby? That's like, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's the miscongeniality <laughs> trophy. Wait a minute. We have, now we have an actual correction of the earlier retraction. Burton Gus actually, he ran it on his HPI 2C, whatever that is. So $400 compounded daily from 1988 on the tip that Robin was stiffed thanks to Night Ranger's handler taking $400 of a $500 tip off the table is $1,812. He says he's serious that time. That's exactly Ah, the actual That's more amount. doable. 1812. I know the overture. That's nothing to them, right? Eighteen <laughs> hundred. <laughs> that's a, Hey, listen. We go to find Night Ranger when they're coming yep, yep, nearby. Yep. We get a road trip, we go see them, and then afterwards we ambush them. We go rush the stage. Sort of like no, the guy did in Pittsburgh. But we'll walk casually so yeah, nobody yeah, knows. Yeah, we'll pretend. <laughs> and since I'm an older guy, probably in the same age group as yeah, yeah. Night Ranger, they'll think that I'm one of the roadies. I'm okay. going to go up and fix a broken guitar string. Yeah. Or give the drummer a new drumstick. And then we'll say, all right, guys, we'll stop the crowd. The people will be crowd surfing. And then I'll say, let me tell you. Grab let the me mic. tell you about the Robin time. Robin will grab the mic. <laughs> and say, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to interrupt this. Beyonce hate the greatest hit of all time, even though I loved I'm Sister a- Christian. And my son's name is Christian. I'm going to let you continue. But before I do... <laughs> Yeah, I should that. It'll go real big. You remember that Podunk uh, Island that you guys did a, a concert in the Podunk? It's Guam, Robin. It's a U.S. territory. Yeah, and it's about you call it a Podunk. It is so it, it, small. Next, why don't you call it a shithole country? It's not, but it's very small. <laughs> like when you start to descend into the Guam airport. You're looking down in the ocean and there's nothing there, nothing. And you're like, where the are we crash landing? What's going on? And then you finally land. And at the time, there was no concert hall. It was held at the at the uh, resort outside. No, it was held at the where? University of Guam gym. Oh, really? Yeah, which was as a, which was a little bit larger than a normal high school gym. Did they pack the joint? Oh yeah, they did. How actually. many people are in Guam? I don't know what the population is. I don't remember. But, I mean, we, I had a 
I had a great experience in Guam. People are fantastic. They're the native Chamorans. Guam is not Mark Chamora. Was he there? Uh, that's is that where he got uh, in trouble at one time? And uh, myself, that's great Green Bay Packer knowledge, tight end knowledge from and back in the day. Myself and um, what's his name in L.A. Uh, the fabulous. Um, on, uh Half a day, dude. Uh, in he always says that he and I have that in common because we both spent time on Guam. At I have ra- no idea who you're talking about, station, Robert. The radio station. I don't uh, know anybody from Guam. The he's the big Laker correspondent, uh, crazy guy. In Vic L- the Brick. Vic, Vic the Brick yes. Jacobs. Vic the Brick Jacobs. He spent time in Guam, so he and I went. Oh, okay. We saw so each you have other, some Guam stories. Yes, he and I, whenever we saw each other, would say <sighs> half a day because that's how you. And I'm why, and we all know why Guam is a U.S. territory because our military base is yes. there. A lot of U.S. service people. I guess they're still there. Oh yeah. But remember, if you go to the if you go to the one part of the island that's narrower, uh-huh. and there's too many people there, it's like it an might, airplane. They have to weigh balance. The entire <laughs> country of Guam will tip over. Uh, anyway. Guess who it was? Your mother. Yes. Does she not know we're on? You spent like four hours on the phone with your mother trying to help her with her Ikea kitchen cabinet situation. Does she not know what's going on? She forgets. By the way, I have breaking news. Thanks to the people on our tw- on our Twitch stream. Because, you know, there's only two of us here. And so our, our, our listeners and our viewers actually help produce the show. So they're all associate producers. Yes. And Dean, of course, who has a lot of time on his hands during the day. He says that Night Ranger is actually touring, and they will be. I got your birthday present, Robin. I got your birthday present for this December. And, and Dean sent the same thing. That's He's, what, no, Dean put it on the text board. Okay, so Englewood, New Jersey. Englewood! Night Ranger tickets, December Are they serving 13th? Englewood wine in the big jugs? No, that's Engle Nook, I think. The really cheap shit in the big gallon. Yeah, that's Englewood. Yeah. December 13th. What about, wow, what a perfect... Birthday Christmas combo present for Miss Robin. Combo mambo. Oh, not the deep dish combo mambo. It's not worth it though if we can't get backstage. <laughs> backstage? I want to be on the damn stage. I want to screw backstage. Funny, wouldn't it be funny if they actually did remember me? That would be hysterical. <laughs> Doug McGregor says since he's an associate producer, do we have to pay him fifteen dollars an hour? We're going to pay him the same amount that we pay Luigi. Exactly. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Feeling you. We love Victor Brick. We just saw him when we were out in L.A. I know. He's such a great guy. He is. He's we one just, of my favorite human beings on earth. Likewise. Great person. We could get him on. Of course we can. We can absolutely get him on. Get anybody on this show, Robin. What's the matter with you? All right, now back, back, let's get back to the business here. We told you, the training camp. Lots of sweating will be happening. Yes. This Thursday here in Philly. A lot of guys already show up early. These guys work out year-round. It's and not I, like they got oil truck jobs in the off-season to deliver oil and propane. And I know that we said that we were going to go to training camp um, yes. to do remote. It's too hot, though. Um, I was going to go to training camp until the temperature got a little well, too hot. We we got the word back from the team. They said that for Tony, pretty much anything except except WIP, who, who are the rights owners for the Eagles in Philadelphia— um, They're the only ones allowed to do a live broadcast during training. Yep. But the media can be there. We could yes, be there and get interviews. We, just can't, we, we just can't do it live. Correct. That's understandable. That's how it works. That's why people pay big monies for rights fees. You know what I'm saying? But okay. anyway, let's get back to the Sunday fun day. So we gave you the Shane Lowry having fun in Ireland. 
I bet you that party's still going on. I'm sure it And the is. best thing about him, like the Stanley Cup, you know, you got all these guys from different countries uh-huh. playing for the St. Louis Blues. It's still making the rounds. I mean, Craig Berube brought it back to Cherry Hill, I think. So the guys in the St. Louis Blues are taking it around to all the different places because not everybody's from the same place. But Shane Lowry, that Clara Jug is staying in Ireland. How many pubs will that thing make the rounds in? You want to talk about a guy who will never have to buy a drink again? You just whip Not that. Not in Ireland. That's he just walks into a bar and he says, uh, Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> and they pour little Jamesons in there. They pour some McCallans in there. And he's drinking for the rest of his life. Sort of like John Daly. Except he goes to Hooters. And then he gets his drinks for free there. But Shane Lowry is now a hero in Ireland. That's a great job right there. Now, we have a request from Brendy. That's Brenda Marie, of course, yes. up in Reading. She is requesting Night Ranger's Don't Tell Me You Love Me. I don't know I, that song. Is that I any good? It, yeah, I have it right here, Tony. I have it ready. To, I have the whole, I have an entire block of Night Ranger. Duh. Night Ranger is... Their memory is underrated. Like, people don't... They had great songs. Yeah. They were a combination wimpy hair band and some, uh, with some metal influences. What are you talking about, wimpy? They, they had, had metal influences. Yeah. No, Sister Christian wasn't exactly a hard rocking song. No, I no, no, no. But what I'm saying is that their memory... Like, when people think of the, the era of music back in that day, Night Ranger is not in their top... Can even usually, but it should be. Don't tell me you love me, but I can give you some loving. You know what I always say? Exactly. So there you have it. Don't tell me. Don't tell me you love me. Yeah, power ballads. Sort yeah. of like. Uh, <clears throat> they had great power ballads. That, that's exactly right, Don Collins. You see, he's an old radio DJ guy, so he knows the power ballads. You know who else did power ballads? The greatest power ballad of all time, Robin. What song is that? Let's see if you know. Oh, is this the... I always think of them as the Three Musketeers, but... Um, no, Robin. Uh, see if anybody can get it. It's the woman, the... Uh, how to... No, it's not a woman singing, but no, a woman is featured. A woman. No, that's not the one. No, that's not the one you're thinking of. No. That's the greatest power ballad. That I is think not of. the greatest power ballad ah. of all time. Not into the night. That's not the greatest power ballad of all time. <laughs> Come on, Robin. I'm, I I don't know. Is this love? Is the greatest power ballad of all time? Come on. Tawny contains slithering on top of the hood of the car, then marrying the guy that was in the group. Is this love that I'm feeling? Is that, that, the, is that yes. White Snake? White Snake. Right? Yeah, White Snake. The greatest power ballad of all time. Crank it up. Listen to the intro of this song. One of those two o'clock in the morning, you're driving out on the beach, and then you're like thinking and paying attention to the road at the same time, except if you're on the PCH, because there's a lot of wasted people driving. 
I know she looks like the Lion King now. She definitely was hot back in the day. Sing it, Tawny. But she's not singing Slither. And she married Chuck Finley, former Major League Baseball player. That is correct. Is this not the greatest power ballad of all time? It's top five. It's it's on the Mount Rushmore of power ballads. See, I'm thinking of Have You Ever Really Loved a Woman, Brian Adams, and then but there that's was... that's not a power and ballad. Then, and then he recorded it with two other people and did like a trio thing. Nah, that was wimpy. This, listen, because... Ah, see, then no. they get... See, it goes from that smooth, and then it goes... Is this love... Not only a great song, it's a great video, too. Yes. Was it a Ferrari? What kind of car was it? I always used to get that confused. It was a red Ferrari. Love Bites. I mean, there's a lot of power ballads. Because all of these hair band guys who yeah. were like heavy rockers, they always had to have that little mellow song. Absolutely. The panty-dropping song for the chicks that were the wackos. The kind that I liked, of course. Dirty, <laughs> wacky chicks. You had to slow it down for them every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, we certainly are getting it. But people have very strong emotions about the best power ballad. Well, of course. that's a good. That could be a good late-night topic on we'll, one of we'll our Friday night that. into the nights. Power Speaking ballad. Speaking of uh, Friday night, somebody goes... Not power ball, because I couldn't play it the other day because the machine that I was in the store where buying groceries wouldn't take my $10 bill. That's I probably would have won. That's an outrage. It is an outrage. Um, somebody was mentioning what happened to the Friday show. It's there. Yeah, it's, it's there. It's there, but we played so much music. That Did a it lot get of it cut back? And my, lot of, it's edited for I'm, content? I'm sure. I think it's now like a 20-minute show, the three-hour extravaganza. Four. We did four hours. Oh, that's hours. right. We did, we did four, four hours. hours. Four. And, but it is also available on all podcasting apps. So since it's after the show, it's not live. Um, if you want to listen to the audio version of it, you can listen to it on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker. Spreaker. Spreaker is our favorite. because Spreaker. That's where, that's where the Spreaker is who hosts us. Um, they are the best podcasting app out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. So there you have it. We gave you your power ballads. We didn't give you the power ball. And how did this all start, Robin? How do we go from that? What were we talking about? Night Ranger again. Oh, that's right. Night Ranger. And then somebody said, oh, Don Collins said that was a power ballad. Right. And then, of course, then the stream of consciousness. See how it happens? And then we take it right back to the fun weekend for some people. Shane Lowry's still number one in the clubhouse right now, even though he ain't going into a clubhouse for the immediate future, baby. He will be, how many bars do you think he'll hit in, in Ireland from Sunday to next Sunday? Because he's not going to go out and play golf. If you're, if you're Shane Lauer, you're going to go out and back and play in the, well, the John Deere Classic is over. You're going to go play in some local, not that big of a deal with all due respect to the local tournament still going on for the rest of the summer now that the majors are all over. Are you going to go out and play in like uh, Milwaukee somewhere? Although they did have the big Italian festival over the weekend in Milwaukee. Did you see that? No. Festa Italiana. Yes, it was good. Okay, wait. I just have to just so, so that we can close it out. This we need closure. This I think I found. Fa- I found my favorite. Uh, this is your favorite, or is this from this the is, when the crust when the crust lines? This is my favorite. Good. So I'm not, it's not a power is, ballad. Though. Yes, it is. Oh. Ryan Adams, Sting, and Rod Stewart together. 
Awesome. Wait a minute, they got the world, they got this with the uh, WGC event in Memphis, Tennessee this weekend. I don't think, I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna guess Shane Lowry's not making the trip to Memphis, even though Memphis is a great place to be. No. Would you call this uh, a great power ballad? I would. During that era. All right. See, Brenda85. Yes, it is, Tony. She agrees with me. And if anybody knows what a power ballad is, it would be a woman. This was a Three Musketeers theme song. So good. These guys were assholes. I'm getting the phone call. Let me. I'm going to answer this, Robin. I'm going to play it. I'm not even going to answer it. But this is the latest scam that really, really bothers me. See, people say this is a bad song. That's, that's why there's 31 flavors and then some. Thank God. So I get this call every single day. Every day. At the exact same time from a 954 area code. And I'm probably not the only one. Let me guess. And I'm gonna, you're going to hear they're going to leave me a message now. Because I didn't answer the phone. Uh-huh. And I'll what, let you wait, and I'll let you hear the message. Because I want to find a way. To make them stop? Yes. And I got... There it is. So there's the okay, message. there's the message. And I'm going to tell you what it is right now before I even play the message. Which is why I don't answer my phone quite often. Unless I know the number or see a name. This is the biggest scam going on right now. So the, the message is only three seconds. I know. They don't leave you a message. No, this one place does. And you know what the message is? What's that? Hi, we're from the student loan. It's like, oh, you're a student loan. We can help you now. Get rid of I don't have a student loan. Why are, you call, why are you cold calling people with student loans who don't have student loans? I know. They call me too. What the hell is this scam? See, they didn't leave a message no, this time, they sons didn't of leave bitches. A but I know that number. They call every single day. And I know people are now all excited because all these presidential candidates are promising to get, to get rid of their student loans. Trevor from the t- Tony Bruno has unpaid student loans. I got unpaid stuff. <laughs> I got unpaid freight. I got unpaid parking tickets, which I will not pay. Again. And I will okay. once again. This is it. So this is what's going to happen. Because I didn't earn the parking tickets. I know you didn't I earn them. I paid parking tickets and that I deserve. And you disputed them. I'm going to but- declare myself a sanctuary from... I- illegally issued parking tickets. And I'm going to get together an entire group and we're going to storm City Hall. What is going to happen when they boot the car We're not going to boot. Then I'm going to, get a, I'm going to get a saw out and I will do, I'll go live at me cutting the goddamn boot on my car off. And then I'll take that boot and then I'll get on a flatbed truck with a bullhorn and I'll have banners and I will take it to City Hall and then I will pick that boot up and like Thor... I will spin around, around and around and around like a record. I will fling that boot high, high up in the city hall, right through Mayor Jim Kenney's window. I want to I'll remind break you the air how conditioner that ended out of the window. Time. No, it ended last time with me giving it up to the man. I live in a sanctuary city. Oh. Our mayor dances when people are held from being so, from Tony, being held no accountable for There's no argument with crimes. me that you that. You got the tickets that you haven't paid. You did not earn. They they were given in error. You've tried to dispute it. I. I they don't understand. care. There's no. There's I no. Know. There's no system of just. No justice. 
But it only gets no worse. Boots. And it, no, it doesn't. I will get people together. I will get a, I'll have a caravan. I'll get trucks. I'll get all. They I'll, have people I'll by get the short front and loaders. No They're not. Arguments. No, it's going to end. It's going to end. There's no argument with me that they have it's, you by the short and curlies. But I, I don't, don't care. You shouldn't have innocent people by the short and cur- curlies. If we can't arrest people who commit crimes, why can we punish people who don't commit crimes? Yeah. How does that work in justice? I want. It's not just about me. I paid my tickets. But the tickets that I have now that I get, by the way, they send you a, a notice every week. They waste more money in postage telling you that you have a ticket that you haven't paid, yet they don't know how to fix the water bills. They don't know anything. The whole city, and, then, and the only part, the only department in this city of Philadelphia that runs like a fine-tuned Nazi machine. You want to talk about Nazis in concentration camps? The Philadelphia Parking Authority is a concentration camp. They put your cars behind cages. <laughs> they put my car behind cages. Yes, they do. And I can't go. I can't even go see my car behind the cage. I know. And they leave it without water, without exactly food, no fuel, no nothing. It's an outrage. It We're going to rush City Hall one day, and I'll have 60,000 people that will go and rush City Hall because enough is enough. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. So, ladies, stay tuned for... Sweet mother of God, what is the holdup? There is no holdup. They're holding me up. And they have no, there's no system of, of justice. You can't go fight a ticket. To pr- even when you know, know and they know you're innocent, you're guilty. What is this? A third world banana republic here in Philadelphia? It is. It is it's a crazy, crazy system, and it really does need to change. I can't change this. I can't do anything about the soda but- tax. The only way you beat the soda tax is you drive over the bridge or you drive into the next county. I mean, the idea... Or across the street in the many places. The whole point, people... So, so <laughs> I, let's just say we've gotten five tickets I don't have five year. tickets. I know, but let's just say... I, I, I've got, probably got five, but I paid three of them. Three of them. And there's, the two that I didn't pay are the ones I don't deserve. Right. And I'm not paying them. That's how it works. I'm going to play the same system of justice, Jim Kenny. And by the way, Jim Kenny's hiding. You won't see Jim Kenny, the mayor of Philadelphia. He's hiding in his bunker somewhere, waiting for the uh, the November election. We got all we got people assaulting lifeguards at public pools. I know. And you don't see him out there. But Do you he, see Jim Kenny out at the swimming pools when when mobs of teenage kids are beating up a lifeguard? It's crazy. You see him out there protesting? No. That's the kind of bullshit that happens in this city, and it happens everywhere. And I can't go to Washington and fix anything. All I can do is deal with the local Swedish issues chef, in this city. Yes, yes, yes. Do it. Do a Tony Bruno rant, good power ballad remix. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to play one song right here. And you know what that song and is. For those of you, by the way, for those of you who do not know what happened last time when Tony refused to pay the uh, parking tickets that he did not deserve. 
and the car got booted. There is video on YouTube of him going down and visiting the PPA. I did the whole, I raised the fist in the air. But when we went down there, we actually found out even more how corrupt it was because we interviewed people that were the, down there on the weekend that was that were Out of town from, visitors. Yeah. And this was in the they're dead the of ones, winter. They're the ones that get screwed the most. If you are, if you have an out of town license plate, beware because. You come into this city, you come into our house. You'll get your car and your behind ticketed and booted. Because they know, they know that Bastards. they have, if, if there's anybody that they have by the short and curlies, it's out of towners. Robin, why do you always have to refer to them as the short and curlies? Because what happens if people are, are What happens if people go get groomed and they're, and they're completely clean? Oh, there? well, that's true. Then they don't, have them, they don't have short and curlies anymore. Stop using short and curlies. I like saying short and curlies. But, uh, okay, so they have them by the nads, <sighs> but not everybody has nads. So whatever they have them by, they're squeezing them hard if you're out of towners because they know that you want your car back because you have to leave and that you will do anything to get your car back. And then they say, well, you can fight it, but who's going to come back to Philadelphia and fight a ticket? They don't care because it's a great tourist city and it's a great city, by the way. Robin, crank this up, please. This is what I'm going to do when it cools off a little bit. You're damn right. Who's with me? <laughs> Delco Tommy says uh, he's getting a chubby with all the short and curly talk. And some people might have long and curlies. I don't know. That's true. Hey. Yeah, that Connecticut couple was totally screwed oh, in, the yeah. in the PPA video. Go onto YouTube, onto Tony Bruno's channel on YouTube, and you'll see the video, the PPA video. It is a total outrage. It is a total scam. It's a, it's, it's legal. How did you call it? Legal extortion. Extortion. It's a, it's a Ponzi extortion scheme, and people should be in jail. People should be perp walked. For the kind of criminality. And again, I'm not blaming all the people who are doing their jobs no, and actually just, enforcing parking right. laws. And there's a lot of, and we know, I mean, there's, there's, we've talked to PPA that are really fantastic around the neighborhood that know, and, and they're like, look, you deserve this one. And Tony's like, yeah, you're right. I deserve this one. I just, you know, I forgot about the car being parked there, blah, 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 whatever. Um, In the but, words of Harry Mays, I am pissed off. <clears throat> so, but, but the, I wasn't even going to go on a rant. I don't even know how we got to the parking authority. I don't either. So let's move on to the next. Uh, you were talking about. What I don't have a list about? of them. Sorry, I was trying to do fu- Sunday Fun Day, Robin. <laughs> we're almost an hour into the <laughs> show, and I'm still recapping Sunday Fun Day. How'd that happen? Again, Shane Lowry, he's still in the clubhouse as yeah. the leader. All right, okay. <laughs> and then there were a lot of people who went out to the beaches because it was so hot, but it was even hot right. at the beaches in Ocean City, New Jersey, Robin. Yeah. Our, well, not our. We don't have kids. But people who have kids go to Ocean City because Luigi it's dry. Luigi went this weekend. He didn't go. He went to Atlantic City. He went to, but, but he was still out on the beach. But then he went to Atlantic City. Okay. Because the casinos are on the boardwalk in right. Atlantic City. But he only, he was only able to uh, stay out on the beach for one rotation. Yeah, because it's hot. It was yeah. hot as hell. So he was on one side. So, no, Atlantic and... City is a big, you've been to Atlantic City boardwalk, yeah. Robin. Luigi goes to Atlantic City so he can go gamble. 
Right. People go to Ocean City so they can take their kids. Okay. Because it's the family gotcha. beach. And it's dry. And it's dry. But you buy booze in the Circle uh, liquor store right before you get into it. It's only dry because there's no bars. It ain't dry inside the houses. So anyway, everybody's worrying about Shark. Shark Week starting next weekend. But you know what the biggest threat is in Ocean City, New Jersey? And now even public officials are warning the people. Just when you thought it was safe to go onto the beach. Stop being morons, people. Let's go to your, what don't you bleepin' understand, you morons? Hold on, it's going to, it's, it's, it has a... I know, I'm setting it up for you. Okay. So now, when you go to Ocean City, now, Atlantic City's only 45 minutes from our house when we, on a, on a weekday. Right. Not on a Friday or Saturday when you're driving. We're that close to Atlantic City. So it's only like 55 miles from us. And then uh, Ocean City's south of Atlantic City. So if you look at the Jersey Shore, you can see all the different towns that go down. Ocean City's the family resort. Great boardwalk, family atmosphere. But what happens? You go down there, and you do stupid shit on the beach. And then what happens? Then the mayor and public officials have to remind you, stop being stupid. Let's go to your stupid desk and your correspondent who's not stupid. In fact, she's very smart. City's mayor. Now, on the city's website, the mayor said, starting today, police will be strictly enforcing the law. The mayor says too many people continue to feed the wildlife at the shore. Fines can go as high as 500 bucks and 90 days in jail. 90 days in jail for feeding seagulls. Yeah, that's nuts. Seagulls. But no, people feed the seagulls and then they wonder why they're getting all the shits going and they're coming down and they get wild. Oh, they're, You've seen they're them. They're aggressive. They are aggressive. They're, they and will... they're even more aggressive when they realize, hey, we don't have to go scavenging for food. These morons are throwing their French fries it's to us. It's kind of like a sanctuary city down there. They can do whatever they want and know that they can get away with it. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. So now you don't. Now if you're allowed, you're not allowed to feed the seagulls. Nor are you. So so what's happening is that people are either leaving food out or they're feeding the seagulls. The f- seagulls are becoming more aggressive, and then oh, people are then. Taking Our stones and throwing them at the birds, trying to protect themselves, which is also not good because that's animal cruelty. So it's a it's a vicious cycle. Needs to stop. If you d- take your trash with you, don't leave. Trash well, people out. leave their food, and these seagulls will come down. Oh and yeah, you're not looking destroyed. for a second. They'll get they'll get you. And did you know that seagulls are one of the only birds that can shit while they're flying? That's good knowledge right there, Robin. They can they can bomb you. And the, and I swear... And you could be innocent. You could be walking on the boardwalk and all of a sudden get air-bombed. Yeah. You could get strafed. It's like a B-52 superfortress. And it it's is. not just like, like other birds where they have just a little tiny blurp. No. Seagulls, it's like smear shit all over you. And it's happened to me... Once in high school, and I will never. It's ever happened be to everybody. It's almost it's impossible like to avoid. All the way down the back of my, it was in my uh, hair, uh, uh, and it smells like oh, it's so nasty. Here's what you got to do when you see seagulls, Robin. What do you do? Sing. You got to run. Flock of seagulls. So fast away, you got to run. <laughs> and you got to run so far away. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorites from the flock of seagulls. That haircut, I got to get one of those. You'd have to have hair to get that haircut. Well, I could get a wig. 
Speaking of hair, we'll have a haircut update today. I sent you that one story. It's phenomenal. I'll that's find it one, for you. That's yes. the one that I don't have the link for. It's our bad head update of the day. <clears throat> this has a long intro, intro on it. Can you skip the intro? No, it's coming soon now. Here we go. Oh, here we go. It's 38 seconds in. Doug, play little, Doug, I haven't played air guitar in a while. Doug McGregor says, that happened to one of my friends in grade school. So funny. Yeah, no, it's not funny. It's not funny at all. The sad part is that when it happened to me, and I, I, in high school, I didn't realize that it happened to me, but every time I turned my head, I could smell something. And I thought it was at first the person that was standing next to me, and they thought it was, and then I thought, did I not use deodorant today? But it smells really bad. What the hell is going on? And finally, somebody was nice enough to tell me that it was all over the back of my hair. Ugh. Not Jonathan Livingston Seagull. No, that's my favorite album by Neil Diamond. Not by the Flock of Seagulls, though, Robin. That is a Neil Diamond album. Everybody, let's all sing along now. There's an Aurora Borealis mention in here. Dewey's 1971, um, I went to the last two years of my high school when I moved to the U.S. in Torrance at West High in Torrance, California. Straight out of Compton, yo. I was very close to the beach. Close enough that uh, seagulls were there. These guys are still touring, but they don't have the hair anymore. No. Oh, yes, Dean. He's reminding me of another video that we were going to yeah, play. And, you know, i got to give up love. Uh, stop the uh, flock of seagulls. Get them the hell out of here. I don't want to get fined for throwing them out of the wine cellar on a Monday afternoon. <laughs> so Rex Chapman. You remember Rex Chapman, the great basketball player? He is a must-follow on Twitter right now. I want everybody to drop what you're doing and follow. And I thought it was a joke because, you know, there's a lot of fake sites out there. But this is the real Rex Chapman, and he posts the greatest videos of all time. He scans the internet so that you don't have to, and he finds, and one of his classic things is block or charge. And he does a lot of basketball things, and it's usually real videos right. of people like running into somebody, and he would do, it's not block or charge, it's one of those things. But then he posts weird videos, too, like the one at the zoo over the weekend. Yes. And I reposted it. and I, <laughs> I, I write, So I actually write back to him. And he, he actually retweets my stuff because I try to be funny sometimes, and sometimes I am. You know, it's like all the other stuff. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And speaking of shit, it's a video involving poop. Yes, it is. Now, I don't know why we always talk about poop and seagull poop. Because when it happens, <clears throat> it's, it's usually kind of funny unless it happens to you. Exactly. But this one... Is this fr- was at the zoo. <laughs> Did we, do we have the video? Yes, we oh, do. Oh, you find it? Oh, I do. So I... Rex Chapman tweets this out, and it's happened to a lot of people. Yeah. Except most zoos, the, uh, I guess the, they, the monkeys, uh, the, this was a chimpanzee, right? This was a chimpanzee. Or was it a gorilla? No, this is a chimpanzee. A chimpanzee a sitting male. there, minding his own business. Everybody's watching him, and then something went terribly, terribly wrong. Let's go to the tape. So if you if you see the video, you can yes. see that the chimpanzee, the chimpanzee, and then suddenly out of nowhere, 
He gets grabs it quickly. It's very fast, and then you have to pay attention. Now look at Grandma's face. Oh my God! And I said to him, I guess that means that's the shit hitting the grand. <clears throat> so you know, you heard shit hits the fan. The shit hit the grand. This grandmother who was there with her family, <clears throat> the the chimpanzee quickly out of. You want to talk about a quick move? Yeah. He grabs his own poop and then flings it and hits her right in the nose. Right in oh, the nose. Oh, that's some funny shit right there. And right. She doesn't even take it off right away. She just like turns around and then oh, it's right by her mouth. So. Back again. I know it's an old video. It's not. It didn't happen this weekend. No. But, but there's a lot of videos that people have. It's the first time that it went viral this weekend. Yeah, because Rex, Rex Chapman has the block or charge. Yeah. And I showed you the first couple of them, which is like a guy weaving into traffic, and then he gets hit by another car. Right. And he puts up block or charge using <sighs> basketball vernacular. A lot of those are not it. funny because you know that people got really, 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 really No, hurt. but they're, they're funny because nobody got killed. He's not posting uh. videos of people dying, okay? I, I retweeted a video over the weekend, and I took it down because I thought about it a lot. A couple people scolded me, and they were right. The video of a guy walking around right. here in Philadelphia, and the and the who was obviously either on drugs or had a mental illness, right. and so there were a couple guys in the car doing play by play of this guy shadow boxing, right? And they were laughing at it, and they were doing commentary, and the and comedy- they were and they were sitting. And the problem with the internet is a lot of people now just roll on stuff. Fights and you see all these stupid fights everywhere, mm-hmm. restaurants, and it's all about getting those videos on the internet going viral. Well, in that particular and some case, of them the, the initial commentary, your, your your reaction is like that's kind of funny. But then but when you sad. think when you think about it, the t- if you thought about it, my first reaction, which when you thought about it and a couple other people commented as well, you realize the same thing is that this guy obviously needs help. And there's a lot of people yeah. walking around like I that know. all over this country in every city. Oh, we have a mask action. What? Oh, that's a whose mask is that? Um, that is a. It looks like a. Is it a video game mask? A, no, it's a. I'm sure it's a video game mask, but it's like one of those Japanese. Hi. Japanese, uh, not yakuza, but old time. By the way, on the uh, the Phillies had scouts at that zoo, watching that chimpanzee, and have now signed the the gorilla to start in the place of Vince Velasquez against the Detroit Tigers on Wednesday afternoon's matinee game. Thank you. Good long jangle, exit velocity. That champ an early MVP candidate for the second half of the season. Thank you, AJ. Now, speaking of, of baseball and um, fantastic pitchers. Yes. Now, the Tampa Bay Rays, and I'll give you an update on baseball and the standings and the uh, obviously the craziest part of the standings right now are not the pennant races. They're the wild card races. The Tampa Bay Rays hanging in there, but, you know, they've been struggling a little bit. But over the weekend, this is a quick video. Everybody's seen this now. Everybody's posted it. But I was trying to figure out who this kid is. He's not a kid. He's 32 years old. His name is Oliver Drake, number 47 in your program, number one in your heart for the Tampa Bay Rays. He's a relief pitcher, six foot four. He actually played collegiately at the Naval Academy. Oh, wow. So he's been in the major leagues for a couple of years. And then a right-handed pitcher. And we always look at, oh, the guy, you know, look at that knuckle curve, look at the pitch. He did something that looked like it was physiologically impossible for a right-handed pitcher to do. And this was everywhere, Sports Center, you name it. Every blog, every site had this. It looks like it's (laughs) CGI'd. But it's not. It's real. If you mention, here's the pitch again. Here's the two-two from. Swing and a miss. Oliver Drake. 
Let's watch it again. We're going to do it. Watch it again, and then I think we have it in slow-mo. Is that Dwayne's stats? That pitch does something that's not physiologically possible. I'm no uh, scientist. But it's, I did have the Bunsen burner out over the weekend cooking in the neighborhood. I mean, it's amazing that it's on a trajectory, and then at the very last minute, it veers. It's almost it like... It veers to the right. Yeah. You're a right-handed pitcher. When you're throwing, the ball's going to dive down, but it's not normally going to go to the right. It's amazing. That, that's unbelievable. There was a screwball. And nobody knows screwballs better than Dean down there in the Tampa Bay uh, area. You know what I'm saying? Very and guys don't screw, throw screwballs anymore. Back in the day, there were a lot of guys. Tug McGraw threw a screwball. I'll show you the grip so, for that later on. Number 47, what was his name again? His name was Oliver Drake from the Navy. From the Navy. In the Navy. Now we're going to have to play a little block of uh, village people today on a hot uh, summer day. You can see this. Is that, is that one? That's one of my favorite. In the Navy? Yeah. One of my favorite village people songs. You like all the fringe stuff. I like the hits. Oh, actually, I think I like almost all the Village People songs. This is one of their best, I think, though. I, I don't uh, think anybody can disagree. I, no, saw the, I saw the Village People movie I know in you did, theaters. Robin. You're the only one. I, it was myself <laughs> and my girlfriend were the only ones in the theater. <laughs> it was completely empty except for us. See, we got to do this now. Problem. Deep cuts from the Village People. So this is for Oliver Drake. All of our midshipmen out there at the Naval Academy. Now YMCA is the best, but in the Navy is pretty good too. What can you learn to fly, play in sports, a skin that study oceanography? See, they got everything involved. They've got gyms, YMCA, you can get a good meal, you can get yourself fed. You can do whatever you feel. You can see the seven seas. I'm shocked that they don't use this as a recruiting <laughs> Protect the motherland. Join your fellow man in the Navy. All right, let's get clapping together now. Watch the clap. We want you. We want you. We want you as a new recruit here on the Bruno Nation Familia, baby. Yeah, there's no doubt. Bill Gladney says, nobody gave quality life advice back in the day better than the village people. Seriously. I never went into an, a, a, a YMCA until I knew you can get yourself a meal. You can, you can, <laughs> you can do whatever you feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have great hot tubs, apparently. Because if you recall in the movie, they are in a hot tub in the YMCA when they're singing See, the song. See, I don't song. remember the movie. We're going to have to fire that baby up. It's available on Netflix. Hulu, we one do, of the 72,000 other uh, streamable devices. We do need to fire it up because if you have never seen it, you need to see. Do they do the hits? I don't want any fringe songs in there because they had some fringe oh, no, it's songs. All the, it's all the. They don't have Fire Island in there, which is on the great no, album, the best no, of the village. They don't people. do that one, but they do have all their. Ready for the 80s was one of my favorite. I love that song. 
The only French song that I think that I know that nobody else seems to remember Hot is Cop. Do the Milkshake. No, that's not even on their greatest hits. I know. And that's you gotta their go, big You got to go YMCA number one, right? Macho Man. They have that one. That Ma- oh, of there. course. Macho Man, YMCA, and In the Navy, to me, are your top three. Yeah. Greatest. I believe greatest that they, they play all of those. And then of the, all time. the finale of the movie is them up on stage. They're doing a big concert, and it's Do the Milkshake. Which nobody knows. They do that now in Antifa, I think, does the milkshake. They put a little cement in there, mix it up, and then bam! Right in the kiss. Now, I want to let everybody know that I know that there are... It's surprising how many people are watching us on on Twitter and Periscope. Mm -hmm. Um, I want anybody that's watching and listening... (laughs) On Twitter, Periscope, please make the switch to Twitch. Um, it is the only way that we can really, truly interact with you. It's free. It doesn't take up any bandwidth. On it's, it's a very small app to download on your phone. Listen, and we love you Twitter. You know, I have 60,000 plus Absolutely. followers. If all those people on Twitter who follow me just go over and follow me on on the Twitch channel, right. it'd be that easy. And the thing that we like about Twitch, more so than Twitter, even though we still love Twitter, is that um, the the video feed is much more reliable. Your, your comments we see, and we are able to go back and forth. You have so much more available to you on the Twitch app. Exactly. So, and, and listen, we love Twitter. I mean, with, with, without, Twitter I, and, by the way, Twitter and Twitch are very, very closely uh, intertwined because most of the people who who have Twitch, have Twitter. Yes. Most of the subscribers on Twitch come from Twitter. Correct. So that's why, that's why I'm surprised that the Periscope people who watch us, when we give you the little free sample, and again, it's free, but you have to be on Twitch to get it for free, right. and then you can subscribe if you want to, you could, but just and follow, here, here's follow, the thing. follow. Here's the most important thing for all of those who are listening or watching us on other platforms that is not Twitch. Yes. For us to continue, for us to be able to continue growing, Twitch is the only place that we are going to be able to do it and have all of these different things available to us. And so if you want to continue watching the Tony Bruno show, Mm -hmm. you need to support us on Twitch because that's the only way to do it. We need at least 250 subscribers. That's not fault. We have followers. We love you no matter what. No, we want more followers too. We we always want followers. I want 5,000 followers today. If if you want to support the show, we need at least 250 subscribers. You don't have to. But if you can and you are willing to, we need at least 250 subscribers. Not today. Um, to to get to the next step on Twitch and for them to be able to feature us on the front page, which would then allow us to grow exponentially. So we are putting it out there to you. If you are able to subscribe and you are willing, please subscribe so that we can get to that next benchmark, which is 250. Exactly. And that allows us to get to the partner, sh- partner status, which allows us then to... Um, to get on the front page. And as soon as we are allowed on the front page, which is a minimum of 250 subscribers, not a lot, then you will see shows growing exponentially. Exactly. And so that's a and huge that's, and deal. And that's why we do it. We do this, obviously, because we love doing it. We have fun. If I'm not having fun doing this, I'm not going to do it anymore. So Brendy's asking, how many more people do we need? I don't um, even know, because I don't we, even keep track we, of that stuff. We've been growing followers. The followers are great. But subscribers, we need at least 250. And right now, it is looks this like... like an, is this like one of those PBS drives where we play a couple of good songs, and then we say, we'll get right back to the village people. But first... We want you to know <laughs> that, that you can get a... Uh, we have some tote bags we'll give away 
if you are our whatever's following. Well, unfortunately, we don't yet, but we will. I mean, it's the more we grow, the more types of swag and things that we can uh, afford to give out. But right now, we have 64 subscribers. And um, that's because we haven't really been pushing the subscriptions mm-hmm. as much because followers for sponsors. Maybe if we tell people we can give them $5,000 a week for life. <laughs> Followers and I can hire what's for, his name who doesn't have finish. enough jobs. Followers for sponsors, like for people that are advertising, they just want to know that people are watching. They just want to know that people are uh, following us. So yes, we always will want and we appreciate all of our followers and fans. But um, and if you're one of the members of the village people who's still alive, or you're one of the replacement players, as they used to say in sports, whenever there was a strike, replacement players in the NFL, that's five subscriptions right there. So call your favorite village people person, whether it's the Indian, the cop, the construction worker. What were the, the other Indian, ones? To me, the Indian was the my Native favorite. American. The Native American. The Indian was my favorite because I always, I tried to do the, his yodel thing. I don't think that I've ever heard anybody be able to copy what he was able to do. No, they were, they were amazing talent. <laughs> so you got, the, you got the Native American, you got mm-hmm. the police officer, right? You got the construction worker, a cowboy, I think, right? Who were the five? What were the, po- police... You want to talk about diversity. These guys were in the 70s, and you talk about diverse talent. The the only guys that kept changing, I believe the police officer kept changing. There's a cowboy construction worker. Well, he got thrown off. They checked his Facebook messages, and they threw him off. The biker dude. There was a biker dude, and then there was a police officer, and I guess there was two biker dudes. There were two biker dudes? Yeah, there was one, like, leather dude. No, I don't think he was a biker dude. I think he was just a leather dude. But there was a cop, a Native American guy. I don't know was what you Was there a would... cowboy? Hold on, I let me... I don't know what you would call this. Um, <laughs> I, no, I... one of them was not a member of the PPA. That, that's not... They didn't have okay. a PPA so uniform, here's the, the Philadelphia photograph. Parking Authority. There, here's the photograph of the members. So there's the cowboy, construction <laughs> worker, police officer, leather guy... <laughs> What's the guy behind him? Is he like a... I don't know. I don't train, have a picture of him. Train engineer? I don't know. What is that? It's a biker dude. No, no, no. There's like... It's, <laughs> I don't know what he is. Wait a minute. Beef, beef Bag One just checked in. Said, this show is like rich coat tight eagle teams. In 10 minutes, I learned about bird shit and the village people. Oh, wait a minute. That's a Navy dude. Okay. So there's a so there's, so a, there's, a, so there's a, a mill so the cowboy so I'm There's changing. a mid, there's a midshipman in there. Yes, that's a midshipman. I think that that I I, I I was wondering where where the seaman came from. <laughs> oh. Oh, totally. I'm sorry. <sighs> Speaking of wondering, <laughs> did you did you listen to Dean was the one that sent this to us. Um somebody that you used to work with and that you have filled in for every now and then. Oh, Dan, Dan Patrick. Patrick, yeah, gave me a shout-out today. He did. But it wasn't really a shout-out. No. He just referenced a, me. He referenced you, and I have the audio of it. It's oh, we do? Very okay, because somebody sent it to me this morning, not the audio, and somebody said, hey, Dan Patrick mentioned you on his show today. Hey, you know, Dan and I go back to the 90s. We worked together, ESPN, with Keith and Dan, the whole bit. I filled in for him a bunch of times on his show. So he's telling a story about... Um, well, I'll let him tell the let's story. Let's go to the tape, because I didn't know we had the tape. Let's, let's go to Dan Patrick. And, and, uh... I believe that I saw Brian Cranston, Walter White, on the Sony lot. Sony had a party. And I was out there for Sports Jeopardy. 
and you had Brian Cranston dressed as Walter White from Breaking Bad. I thought it was Tony Bruno, who I worked with at ESPN, sports radio host. And Brian Cranston walks by and he goes, Dan? And I go, Brian? And he must have thought, how can this guy not know who I am? <laughs> I had no idea. I had not seen Breaking Bad. There I you have it. I hate to do it. it to Dan. I hate to do it to him. And Dean texted that video. Thank you, Dean. Because somebody texted that they heard it. Right. But I didn't know they had the audio of it. So Dean probably has it on tape because he's watching it and then his DVR saves it and he probably went back and got it. But thank you, Dean. Why is it? It says the show is down. Is no, the show down right now? It's not. Okay, just want to make sure. I think every now and then some people have issues with their, uh, you know, buffering or whatever. So just just re- refresh. Sometimes and we know that, that there's a lot of storms moving uh, toward the yeah, east coast, which can definitely affect you in the connection. Midwest, and obviously, so be careful out there. We got flash flood warnings, and and uh, I know up in Reading, where Brenda Marie lives, one of our followers, mm-hmm. she's. They're, they're, they're looking for storms. So there's a storm watch through t- tomorrow yeah. afternoon. We have flash flood warnings, And we will too. know immediately as soon as Riddle, who is, is he asleep over there? I can't see. Oh, no, he's gone. Maybe there's something No, there's, there's, there's all kinds of sun out there, so I don't see any dark clouds. But he knows at least 15 to 20 minutes ahead of time. He'll know. He'll warn us. Kevlin1, thank you for following. Thank you, everybody. And thank you to Trevor from the 203 and uh, Tomer707. Uh, cheered 5,000 bits a No! Thank you so much. How did much. I miss that? Yeah, thank you. Where thank was you. this? Um, this was about 15 minutes ago. Somehow or another, I think we were right in the middle of something that we missed it. So we want to definitely shout out to that. Thank you, Trevor from the 203, K. Bry, D. Conrad. Um, uh, thank you, Aiden Wrestling, for following. AJ Marcos for bits and bits. Rebelman 9311. Now, we don't have free tote bags, bags for all our subscribers, but we do have a lot of leftover plastic bags from like Acme. I got some from <laughs> there, Ralph's. You can send those out. I got some from Ralph's. There, I am. I am working on certain swag. things on swag for our subscribers and followers. Uh, so. So just bear with us while we're going through this growth period. You guys are helping us grow. Yeah, we need a special sound. Scrapple Joe is right. We need a special sound effect for bits over 1,000, Robin. I know. I don't know how to do that yet. I'll work on it. Damn it, Robin. Let's get it straight. Meanwhile, so back to the Sunday fun day portion of it. Because it was a big weekend. You had the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. So yesterday I'm watching the Phillies game. And I mentioned on Friday night that Jason Stark was going to go in on Saturday. Because the Hall of Fame weekend in Cooperstown is Saturday and Sunday. Right. On Saturday, the broadcasting wing, writers wing, they do those. And then on Sunday, it's all the players who get inducted. So during the Phillies game, there was a rain delay. They covered the tarp. And I switched over to MLB Network just in time to see Roy Halladay's widow, yeah. Brandy, Ugh. receive his plaque and give a great, great talk. That was, uh, awesome. At Cooperstown. Tear-jerker. Yeah, it really was. And it was a, a great day. And so many great, great players go in on that day. And you saw baseball had a bunch of them yesterday. The list was endless. And hopefully you saw Trevor was up there from the 203. Mariano Rivera, you know, Edgar Martinez. You know all the list Mm -hmm. of players out there. Roy Halladay posthumously with his wife. And with him... uh, And then you see all the older, and I see all the guys in the background, you know, Dennis Eckersley. Yeah, still... uh, 
still still with the porn stash. Still got the porn stash. <laughs> Speaking of, and then the big handlebar mustache yeah. on uh, the former Yankee pitcher uh, Goose Gossage was there. I mean, and, and, you know, the living Hall of Famers always show up. It seems Doug McGregor was there too. Doug, you were there. It was hot out there. Lee yeah, Arthur really- Smith. It was awesome. You know, um, speaking of Roy Halladay and the amazing tribute that everybody gave him um, and his wife's speech, just prior to, I think a couple days ago, the Sports Illustrated article came out, interview with his dad, Roy's dad, Roy Jr., uh, Sr., I mean, and um, as they call him, Big Roy, and a lot of his family members that talked about Roy Jr.'s struggle after retirement yes. with um, pain medicine, pain medication sleeping and, pills. And, and, all. and so they did find um, a, a variety of things in his system. And um, it just really does, once again, talk about this crisis that we have in the country with all of these different um, opioids, different medications that are addictive, even when they are subscribed... Prescribed, not subscribed. Yes. Prescribed to people for a really good reason, um, whether it's depression or anxiety or whatever. Um, but in in Roy Halliday's uh, particular issue was anxiety. He got prescribed a medication for anxiety, and he got addicted to that. Mm-hmm. And when he no longer needed it, he started turning to other things. And that happens to and a lot of people. That's so why it's dangerous. People. That's why. I mean, I'm on prescription medication mm-hmm. that if I don't take properly. You know, they, they cause problems. Yep. And it's unfortunate. Now, that's not, that, that has not been given as the reason why no. he died in the, in the crash of they, his experimental right, plane. They're still, they're still not 100% sure. They do know that there were different types of drugs in his system that could absolutely have caused him to not have full control over the aircraft. Exactly. Um, and they said that the um, aviation administration, he should not have been flying. We're not going to re. We're not going to revisit that part now. This This is is a Hall of Fame weekend, Robin. But my point is, it's like the idiots at at some website who were ripping Mariano Rivera yesterday, saying that he was a whack job. On the day he goes into the Hall of Fame, one sanctimonious douchebag writer for some two-bit blog site tries to get clicks by ripping Mariano Rivera. Stupid. Kind of bullshit is that? My point for doing and bringing it up at this time because it should be brought up whenever we can is that if you have if you need something if you have any issues reach out to people tell your doctor if you if you are no longer prescribed something because you don't need it anymore but you are feeling uh, bereft or or that you can't handle it let them know because they can wean you off of stuff there's a lot of times people, their their doctors just say, okay, well, you don't need this anymore. And then they realize that they're still like all out of kilter. Tell your doctor because they should help you get weaned off of medication. I like my doctor, but I couldn't keep him, unfortunately. And now I'm being told the same thing again. Anyway, I'm going to see my doctor because I have my, every year, mm-hmm. I go to my doctor, Dr. Vinny Bumbats. <laughs> And they called me last week. We want to look, go through the list of all the drugs that he prescribed uh-huh. to make sure that I have the right dosages. Maybe I don't need some of them. Yep. And so that's what you do. Yeah. You don't just keep getting prescriptions filled. Well, like By the you- way, there is a box here, Robin. When yes. you went upstairs, you did not say that we had an Amazon Prime box delivered. I thought people saw me bring it Well, down. they are. They're saying, what's in the box? So, oh, what's in the box? So just so that you know, because you're not ashamed to say, you are on antidepressants. Yes. And uh, because you went through a very severe 
depression, clinically depressed, and finally we're on medication that is working and helping you get better. Absolutely. And that is one of those medications that you cannot just get weaned off. I mean, you cannot just stop. You have to, that is a medication that if your doctor were to say, hey, you don't need it anymore, you would have to be weaned off of it very, yes. very No, slowly. I mean, I, I, one time I ran out of them. And I went two days without it, and it really affected me. I thought so. You again, were I'm not. We're not. We're not doctors here. Although Robin does have a Doctor Robin segment yes, that she I seems do. to, because we cover everything on the show. D. Conrad says, "Thank you, Doctor Robin. You're welcome." Doctor Robin, man. exactly. I can. I can be a nurse. I can be a doctor. I can be whatever you want. What's in the fucking box? All right, we're gonna tell you here. Let's do the box segment, Let's do Robin. The box. People are getting impatient right now. Do the box. Do the box, Tony Bruno. I don't know that dance. Is that like uh, doing the electric slide? Is that like doing the? Mambo, what was it? Mambo number Mamba five. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Oh, this is a heavy box. In fact, I'll give you the actual weight of this box. Because that's what they do when they send it out. Now, who is the... Uh, it, obviously, it's from Amazon, but that yeah, wasn't the Amazon lady, was it? Yeah, that was the Amazon she lady. She looked pretty short to me. Um, it, shouldn't Amazon hire really tall chicks? You talk about a good opportunity for women who are really tall, like Robin. She could be a good Amazon delivery person. Well, I am an Amazon. Wouldn't it be like an Amazon delivering Amazon? Yes, I like that. Wasn't there a movie about that? No, that was a space movie. Amazon Women on the Moon, remember that one? Really bad, bad. Low red shit. Anyway, I'm opening the box... It's 3.7 pounds, Robin. That's a lot of weed right there, if that's what it is. See what it is. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I know this is exciting radio and TV, but... Oh, it fits perfectly in the box. I don't know how this happened. Normally, the box has a little bit of you know padding in it because the uh, box that you buy something in doesn't fit in it. Oh, no, you know what it is, Robin? What is it, Tony Bruno? And who is this from? It doesn't Let say who it's from. I actually do know who it's from, and this is the deal. Uh, this H- is what I've been talking about. It's a Sinus Plus Elite... Nasal sinus irrigation system. We talked about it before. So, so AJ in San Antonio. Dean said he was going to send me one. Um, this is a combination gift from a couple of different people. Anybody else that would like to pitch they chipped in. chipped in for a combination yes. birthday, Father's Day gift. So anybody that would like to pitch in still uh, <laughs> so that Tony will do a sinus rinse on the air again, except this time with one of these irrigation computers. Uh, motorized I keep systems. seeing the commercials. Now, I have the sinus wrench in the bottle. Contact AJ in San Antonio. He's on here if you'd like to share AJ, in this particular... You don't have to do this, man. Even though I said I wanted it and I would do it on the air. Because there's nothing really gross about this. <laughs> now, the sinus wrench in the jar where you put the saline solution and then you do it in the sink. 
you know, people like that. I, I, if I did that, I'd probably have a million views on okay. on social media. Let me tell you though, when you did it last time, you kept showing everybody what was in the bowl left over, and it was really gross oh, and disgusting. That's the purpose. But doesn't this this collects, and then it it pumps it in, and then it sucks it out. First they suck you in. First you suck it in, and then they pump it out. Tomer707 says, be sure to use distilled water with that. We have, we I do. have a gallon of distilled water in the bathroom. And we know why, because if you don't use distilled water, then um, there's bacteria that you can push up into your nose. Exactly. I know all that stuff. I don't, use the, I, I don't even use Philadelphia tap water to wash my butt anymore. In the, I, have, I have, in my bidet, I don't even use Philadelphia tap water. Swedish Chef 2019 says, Tony, start the nasal drainage challenge. Who do yeah. you challenge? <laughs> well, it's better than the stupid the pop bottle cap challenge. Although the last challenge that I did was for a good cause. Yes, you did. Do and that was the uh, what was the that? ice the, the ice, bucket. ice bucket challenge. But you did that it one once- was fun. It was in the summer. Nobody was getting hurt. No one was doing stupid stuff that would lead to death and injury. Delco <laughs> Tommy Five says, "Who wants to go on a motorized enema machine?" This isn't an enema machine. <laughs> That's the next now, step. message me on Twitch, AJ in San Antonio says, if anyone wants to contribute to this, I'll give you my PayPal account information. Yes. Well, thank you. This, this is like top of the eye. It's got two pulsating spray modes. Moisturizing mist spray tip I for just people, a second. I think everybody's just tired of you, like, choking up during the show, Tony. I get emotional a lot, Robin, but this is you know, normally, uh, you know, here's what it says here. Who can benefit from the Sinus Plus Elite Advanced System? Swedish chef. Anyone that suffers from allergy and sinus symptoms. It helps relieve allergy and sinus symptoms. Sinusitis. Allergy rhinitis. Tony, you're blocking, you're blocking. I know. I want people to see the box so I can oh, read well, off the back really, of it really at the close. same time. Uh, postnasal drip. Coughs and throat irritation due to postnasal drip. Headaches. The Sinus Plus Elite is beneficial for sinus-related snoring and environmental conditions, including pollution, smoke, smog, or the Philadelphia Parking Authority. So it pretty much covers any Everything. kind of nuisance thing that can get into your system. Recommended by leading ear, nose, and throat specialists, allergists, and pediatricians, the gentle, soothing, pulsing rinse of the Sinus Plus Elite irrigation sensation not only cleanses the nose and sinuses of allergens, dust, dirt, and pollens, but actually helps to enhance ciliary flow. We got a lot of ciliary flow on the show every day, man. So how about if we schedule, we'll, we'll schedule this for tomorrow. All right, we'll so do it we live can... tomorrow right here on the show. Figure I'll out I'll read how all works. the instructions. I'll make sure that I get this baby logged in, and then tomorrow we will do a live sinus rinse. And I do this not just for me. I do this for the benefit of people out there who talk a lot, who have to breathe, which is pretty much all of us. Yeah. Unless you're an amphibian. And we will do it and show you how it works because I haven't done a sinus rinse in a while. I know. Exactly. But there's a lot of power. I mean, I, no. I take sinus, I take Claritin every day. R. Fitz G says, you know, you could just sniff some fresh horseradish. That'll help too. No, that's not. That doesn't clean because there's all kinds of stuff. You ever notice the nose hair that a lot of people somehow don't clean out or ear hair? Uh-huh. That stuff's nasty, man. That's where all this stuff goes. That's why you have a nose. It's not just for wine and being a sommelier, because all that stuff, you have filtration systems, and all that stuff gets stuck in there, and then it doesn't get washed out. 
Unless you go into a pool and accidentally swallow water, and you don't want to do that. In other words, you're kind of educating, showing people that things are not scary, kind of like what Mr. Rogers used to do exactly. for all the little kitties out exactly. there. Exactly. Speaking of Mr. Rogers, by the way, you know where this was designed and engineered? Where? Not in China. Not in Vietnam. Not in the United States of America anywhere. Switzerland. I thought they just made really good chocolates and uh, and... and Time movements. I did not know. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Mr. Rogers, you know, there's a lot of great actors out there, but there's only one actor in this country who gets the best roles. Ugh. It's not De Niro anymore. It's one guy and one guy alone who started off as a guy on a comedy show that people said, these guys, who the hell are these guys? And one of those guys has emerged. And I, I, would, I wouldn't be... I don't think I'd be that inaccurate to say that Tom Hanks is probably the best actor of this generation. I... I Male actor. At least top five. But what do you mean top five? He's got to be right two. there. Top, I can't think of another one right now, but I, I think he is amazing, and I cried when I watched this preview. This is the preview. We love movie trailers, and we love tra- double-wide trailers, too, but not like this. Guess who Mr. Rogers is going to be in the major motion picture... Yes, Tom Hanks. Hello, neighbor. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm looking for Fred Rogers. In here. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Please, won't you be? My neighbor. Hello, neighbor. Mr. Rogers. I'm here to interview you. It is so nice to meet you. You okay? Profiling. Buffering. Mr. Rogers. Lloyd, please don't ruin my childhood. This piece will be for an issue about heroes. Do you consider yourself a hero? We are trying to give the world positive ways of dealing with their feelings. Yeah? Like what? There are many things you can do. You can play all the lowest keys on a piano at the same time. Absolutely perfect. It's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. 
Won't you be my know, neighbor? I don't know why that makes me choked up. I mean, it totally made me tear up. Now, there, there, was, a, there was a film that was a documentary about Mr. Rogers right, right. that's out there. But this is Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. Yeah. So this is a major motion picture. And then we got a, a Don Juan says, save your money, see Won't You Be My Neighbor, a film released two years ago. And that's the Mr. Rogers story. Correct. And certainly they use Mr. Rogers clips, and it's great. But this is a film, mm-hmm. and so we'll see how it does. It's going to be around uh, what? This is a Thanksgiving release, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, November 2019. So that's a big, you know, that's a big movie time of the year, the holiday, the Thanksgiving, Christmas releases. And so when they, the reason they're releasing it, because they expect this to be a really big movie. Gladney, North Carolina. Uh, don't watch the documentary. It will cause eye floods. <laughs> Just a little flooding going on. But I'm a sap anyway, so I cry very easily. Are you playing Miss Elaine Fairchild in there, Robin? I'm going to play Mr. McFeely. Who plays Mr. McFeely in there? You know, Mr. You know, Mr. McFeely was right. He was the postman, right? Yeah, but you know who he, his name? Mr. Rogers' name was McFeely. I his, told you that story. His middle name is McFeely. Which so is, when he did the when he created the mailman character, Mr. McFeely uh-huh. was named after him. So basically, Mr. McFeely was him as well because they both were kind, you know, cool. And for you who haven't been around, now Mr. McFeely could have been a lot of people. Joe Biden, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump. You know, you get a little touchy-feely every once in a while. Yeah, Mr. McFeely's kind of an unfortunate name for a child <laughs> children's program. Not A.J. Feely, of course. Yes, I scrapple Joe. You know what's also unfortunate for a children's program? What? Uh, the This co- show? Coach- <laughs> <laughs> a certain coach of a certain baseball team singing a certain song. Oh, yeah. Well, he's not for, that's not for children. This is, these are grown-ass people, Robin. I know. By the way, the movie looks great, and... As, as having, being someone who watched Mr. Rogers when I was growing up, and then my kids watched Mr. Rogers, there was no more peaceful show to have on. Yeah. There was, not, there was something about Mr. Rogers. You know, nowadays, if Mr. Rogers came around this day and age, people would be ripping him. I know. Oh, but- what a wimp. Look at this wimpy guy. What's with these messages, man? He was a this? gentle soul, and he did so much for... Absolute generations of kids. Amazing, yeah. Generations of kids who grew up in an era when people cared about one another. I'm not saying they don't now, but I'm saying these kinds of messages, you know, any kind of, and he wasn't really a religious guy. There was no religious but connotations. But if Mr. Rogers had been around, he would have done one of those sinus rinses on exactly. to, show, to show children That's how right. easy it is to do. So you're just going to continue on in the Mr. Rogers tradition and do a sinus rinse on the air with this new machine. Exactly. Won't you be my neighbor? Everybody's going to look so I'm much forward to, to it. I'm going to have to put my uh, sweater on, take it out of the closet. But you know who else did a great Mr. Rogers on Saturday Night Live? Oh, he was fantastic. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Eddie Mr. Murphy was, was so sweet. Awesome. We talked about it the other day. We played Eddie Murphy doing the hot tub, uh, celebrity hot tub James Brown thing. His Mr. Rogers was great, too. Yes, it was. <laughs> it's a little different. Gumby was, he did Gumby, too, damn it. Uh-huh. Remember? Yep. I'm Gumby, damn it. But Mr. Mc, Mr. McRod- I know Mr. I know Mr. Rogers in, in the Pittsburgh area was actually a minister. Oh, was he? He was a pastor. I did not know. He was that. a Protestant guy, but he didn't he didn't bring he didn't make the show about no. religion. No, because nowadays if he if somebody did a religious show for kids, they'd be run off the air. What are you trying to tell our kids here? We don't need that shit. Just sit there and uh, bring the mail. But I love Get that clip. damn train ride through the tunnel and don't let it stop again. I love the clip of the either girlfriend or wife of the person who's interviewing Mr. Rogers. 
And she, you know, he tells her, I'm, I'm actually doing a story on Mr. Rogers. And she says, don't ruin my childhood. Exactly. <laughs> don't ruin my... <laughs> Which is so true. Like, there's, there's people that you, you have looked up to when you were a child and you find out something about there and you're like, no, don't... Ru-. Because you're, it, it actually ruins this image that you have of them. So we got to find uh, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Eddie Murphy on, on, because the other day we played the Celebrity Hot Tub. I know I'm asking you to do stuff here, Robin, before we get to that other stuff. Because we've got to do Eddie, Eddie Murphy's Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. And he did a lot of stuff. Buckwheat, Gumby. You want to talk about a guy who was, and that's why he's coming back, and I'm glad. I want to see Eddie Murphy do stand-up again. Who doesn't want to see Eddie Murphy doing what he, what he pretty much did best? And then he did acting, and he had some great roles. He had some dumb roles, but it's all actors do. But Eddie, other than singing, Eddie Murphy was pretty good at everything. <laughs> Even though I played party all the time, and a lot of people said they didn't like that song. Yeah, no. We're not going to go there again, no, I we're promise. Not. Do we have so, Mr. Robinson's yes, neighborhood? Let's go to a man who paid homage to Mr. Robert, uh, to Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers from Pittsburgh, up there at WQED-TV, where they, where they filmed it. Let's go to Mr. Robinson's neighborhood now. For a neighbor, would you be mine? Could you be mine? I've always wanted to live in a house like yours, my friend. Maybe when there's nobody home, I'll break in. <laughs> it feels real good to walk streets again after being in jail doing seven to ten. Would you be mine? Won't you be mine? I wish you was my neighbor. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. I just came back from the grocery store. You know, a dollar doesn't buy what it used to anymore. That's why it pays to be a careful shopper nowadays. You know, 10 years ago, this little bag of groceries would have cost $5. But today, $46.79. Wow, that's a lot of money, boys and girls. Especially for a lady who can only afford to give me a quarter to carry this to her car. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. I carried it the rest of the way to my apartment for free. <laughs> I guess she learned a lesson in careful shopping, didn't she? <laughs> she learned that $46 worth of groceries is worth more than 25 stinking cents. <laughs> Ooh, let's see what we bought today, boys and girls. <laughs> You know, groceries are an essential part of today's food supply. To stay healthy and fast on your feet like Mr. Robinson, you need lots of nutrition. <laughs> See? Nut. Rit. Eon. Ooh, someone screwed up, boys and girls. This word's supposed to say nutrition. Every day you should try to eat something from each of the seven basic food groups. Like milk and dairy products. Fruit drinks and other liquids. <laughs> Sandwiches. <laughs> frozen foods. Meat and meat byproducts. <laughs> tuna fish so your body gets enough oil. <laughs> and finally, expensive foods. You don't have to be rich to eat fancy meals. Not if you're a comparison shopper like Mr. Robinson. This turkey has the same amount of nutrition as a T-bone steak. But if you compare the two packages like I did, you'll see the steak fits under your clothes a whole lot. 
You try walking out of the supermarket with one of these in your drawers, little boys and girls, and you learn today's other new word. <laughs> we already learned the word up here. Prosecuted is the one we gotta look out for, though. <laughs> Mr. Landlord, let's find out what he wants. <laughs> what you want, man? Cops want to ask you about a bag of groceries. Open up, Robinson. <laughs> important thing about groceries, boys and girls, is that they have to be kept in a cool, dry place. Too much heat makes them spoil. And right now, it's a bit too hot at Mr. Robinson's apartment. <laughs> so I'm gonna put all this in the bag and go find a place that's much cooler, like maybe Willie's. His place is real cool. And remember, boys and girls, you didn't see me. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll come back home tomorrow when the coast is clear. Goodbye, buddy. Ah, yes, indeed. Remember Tim Kazarinski, one of the cast members yes. on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, yes. some great stuff. Not a big name. But obviously, very. that's back when Saturday Night Live was funny. It was the only time it was funny. I, no, it wasn't the only time. There were a lot of different eras, but the, Eddie Murphy and obviously the Dan the Aykroyd. and Steve and, Martin. and Yeah, but Steve Martin wasn't a regular cast member. He was a constant host. He was never part of the actual weekly show. He was always a guest host because he was Crystal so good. Billy Crystal and Steve Martin? That wasn't a regular thing? No, not, not that I can remember. And, was, you know, Jan Hooks was on there. A lot of people don't remember her. Jane Curtin? Yeah, well, Jane Curtin, Aykroyd, and Belushi yeah. in that era. That was really the beginning when it went through the roof with Chevy Chase and all those people. Yeah. Dana Carvey. I mean, there were a lot of great eras. Right now, we're not in a great era. I'd say that right Not because they pick on politicians. It's just not funny all the time. No. I mean, There's the a lot of young, talented people get discovered on Saturday Night Live, and then they make a bad movie based on one of the characters in the show. Sometimes it works. Is what we say on the show. The motto is... Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly. The wild and crazy guys. Now, Steve... Remember, when Steve Martin would do the wild and crazy guys, uh-huh. he would come in, he would be the guest host, so he okay. would be in a lot of the skits. And since everybody loved Steve Martin, he was on a lot. He wasn't a every So Billy show. Crystal was regular, and then Steve Martin would come in every now and then. Yeah, Billy, but Billy Crystal only did like one season. Because okay. he was a pretty big star. Billy Crystal didn't need Saturday Night Live to become a celebrity. He already was. A lot of the other characters weren't big stars. Yeah, Chris Farley, Will Ferrell. Exactly. I mean, all those guys. Just yeah, it's just fantastic. you can look at the alumni from that show, and it's, ama- it's amazing. Anyway, Billy Crystal was a cast member for season for one season. That's what I said. He was one season, and then he had so many other big movies. He wasn't. He didn't become Billy Crystal from Saturday Night Live. Right. Saturday Night Live, he went on Saturday Night Live for one season. But a lot of the characters who were on there did not have big careers. Maybe they were stand-up comics. They were part of comedy troops like SCTV, Second City TV in Chicago. I just saw a posting. And then there were Canadian groups that did a lot of stuff. That's where, they, that's where Farley and those guys came from. Speaking Dana of Billy Carvey. Crystal, yes. I just saw a post the other day saying that when Harry met Sally, that was 30 years ago. 
Wow. <laughs> is that crazy? <sighs> 30 years ago when Harry met Sally. Is it really that long ago? Yeah. That's, that's nuts. How, that's how long it's been since I had one of those orgasms like that. <laughs> I That's one of the best orgasm scenes ever. Movie orgasm Well, fake scenes. ones, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I can do that. Well, who hasn't? Most women can do that. But anyway, let's get back to the business. So that was, we walked down memory lane. We played the little new Mr. Rogers trailer yes. for you. And then we brought it back to Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. It was good stuff. You think they could do that now? Yeah, they could do that. Yeah, they that could do bit that. That bit they could do. That bit they Night could Live. do. Some of the other ones they could. Meanwhile, let's get back to uh, Sunday Fun Day, Robin. All right. We gave you the bird, seagulls in Ocean City. But fishing is dangerous now, too. And we've shown you a lot, and you know, I'm a big fish guy. I'm the Duke of Fluke, the Flounder Pounder. We go crabbing a couple of weeks ago. We got some crawdads right there on the lawn in Maryland. Yes, we did. Basically, I'm a waterman. I've gone clamming, crabbing, oystering. I've gotten clams and oysters in many parts of the city as well. 